On August 2nd, 1934, the man Adolf Hitler declared himself Chancellor of Germany and leader of the Nazi Party, setting off a wave of devastation and cries heard all around the world. His influence spread like wildfire across regions of Eastern Europe and dominated with violence and suppression. Such circumstances are almost unimaginable to today's youth and compels one to wonder what factors could have given rise to Nazism and what could be its lasting impacts on the world today. My name is Anika Dabalbudi and this is a podcast about the causes of the Nazi social movement during a time period of war and its impacts on the modern society. Let's begin by discussing what factors led up to the creation of Nazism and how it was able to gain acceptance by so many people in Europe very quickly. I believe that there are three main compelling factors that have supported the rise and success of Nazism. First, the pre-existing instances of nationalist uprisings around Europe, followed by the economic depression in Germany, and finally, the incredible influence of Hitler's propaganda. The roots of the Nazi movement began in prehistoric times, when several German men first introduced the idea of military discipline among the lives of common citizens. Men like the Frederick the Great, Richard Wagner, and Houston Stuart Chamberlain held ideals of socialism that inspired Hitler before his reign, such as during the dark past of the French Revolution, with components of cultural superiority, intense nationalism, psychological manipulation, and mass involvement for power. Hitler's tyranny would later come to resemble these things closely through pan-Germanic expansionism and anti-Semitism in the form of the Nazi movement. Now, as we move through the timeline, we see that the closing curtain of World War I was Germany's defeat by the Allies and their promise in the Treaty of Versailles to maintain a limited army, give up land, and pay large amounts towards post-war efforts at reconstruction. As a result, the German people grew ashamed and felt as though they had been stabbed in the back by their leaders. A sense of betrayal consumed the populace and the rapidly weakening economy aroused intense fear of poverty and national insecurity. At this ripe moment, Hitler strategically planned and carried out his efforts to provoke the nation even further. He grasped the opportunity to take advantage of the public's outrage and turn it into support for his own purposes. He, perfect, he perfectly targeted the wants and needs of the German people by closely observing their behaviors and finding ways to connect his visions of socialism to their national pride. By catering towards their ideology that the German race is superior to all other Europeans and that the vile existence of the Jews defile their spaces and lives, Hitler calculatively led the Nazi movement at a time when the German middle class was frustrated with the economic and political downfall and public alienation. For this reason, I think Hitler's timing was masterfully conducted to serve his purpose, playing a major role in the quick and wide assimilation of his many subordinates. Along with starting the movement in such a timely manner, Hitler's effective use of propaganda and foreign dominance became the driving force in winning him supporters and increasing the Nazi community in Europe. As an incredibly gifted speaker, Hitler convinced the majority of the German people by calling for a stronger unified Germany and repeating that one group of people was responsible for the post-war difficulties, the Jews. In this way, Hitler quickly gained popularity, especially among the long-time suffering Germans of the lower middle class, who saw him as a savior to lead them out of economic and political despair. Taking this opportunity to seize power, Hitler was appointed as head of the German government and immediately tripled the military, breaching the agreements of the Treaty of Versailles. Under his ruling, 
any enemies or political obstacles were executed and Jews could not show their faces in public. Books, art and films were produced by propaganda companies to praise Hitler and his movement to a greater Germany. Altogether, both Hitler and his supporters continued to strengthen their hold on the minds of citizens everywhere and procure enough manpower to fuel the Holocaust. Their gain of support can mostly be credited to the intensive use of advertising and influential techniques, which helped to spur Nazism in the 20th century. Even years after the war ended and the Nazi social movement was brought down with the worldwide criticism, anti-Semitism continues to be found in traces around the world. A new group of people are simmering under the radar, naming their movement Neo-Nazism, with the goals to continue what the original Nazi party had started. There are still many people out there who continue to believe in the doctrines of Nazism and remain against all foreign races, especially Jews. Each generation after the war holds a different perspective of the social movement, and the feelings are split. While most express guilt and mourn the deaths of those whose lives were taken in the Holocaust, some continue to foster the bitterness of losing. We cannot be completely confident that Nazism has ended or that it cannot tarnish the future of humanity someday. We are now almost about to start the third decade of the 21st century, and it has been quite a long time since the entire world has collectively engaged in war. New generations were born within this gap and continue to build potential for a yet uncertain world. With the tendency of societies to engage in conflict and succumb to fear at any point in time, it is difficult to predict how long this peace will last. We as a society are still sometimes haunted by the darkness of our pasts, and just as how energy can neither be created nor destroyed, the social concept behind Nazism has always and will always exist somewhere in the universe. Although the ideas and movements were named by people in certain points in time, the basic principle of fear and blame driving people to madness and violent pursuance has been with humans since the start of civilization. Likewise, it is likely that fear will continue to drive our actions and turn us against one another going forward. It is up to the newer generations to learn and pass on the moments in our history, both glorious and destructive, and to teach of fear and its dangers in a fragmented society. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast.